0: Hey, listeners, just a reminder that the history of everything sex is for mature audiences, so listen with discretion. And don't forget, we're ready for suggestions, ideas, stories, whatever you want to tell us. Just email us at thehistoryofsexpod at gmail.com. Thanks!
1: Hello, Miss Terry. Hey,
0: Melinda.
1: You're not feeling so well. Uh, I'm just using my
0: sex, sexy, sexy voice.
1: <laughs> we'll take it. <clears throat> right, we'll take it. I feel like... better than I sound. Well, that's good. And you look better yeah. than you sound. How about that? Good. good uh, would you like to say you're welcome? You yes. don't have to sing if you can't sing. Right. Uh, welcome
0: to the history of everything sex
1: wow that very sexy good could job could
0: you hear that whisper
1: yes yes good. it was a loud whisper yes okay so since this episode will be released on valentine's day oh, i thought nice. it would be appropriate and definitely predictable to do the history of valentine's day i love it thank you and valentine's day really saint valentine's day it's for lovers so I figure it fits into our very general history of everything sex right It does, sure yeah and I mean doesn't everybody who's not single get a little action on VD you know like uh,
0: I would think so
1: yeah um yeah even some More people than, who are or, single
0: yeah or they'd sure. be talking about it at least
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'd be like won't it be nice yeah, yeah exactly All right, so I will start by saying that honestly, no one knows exactly which Saint Valentine the holiday is supposed to honor. There were several Saint Valentines back in the day, but there are two saints who may or may not actually be the same person that are usually assumed to be the one.
0: Mm.
1: Now, before I tell you about the saint or saints, I'll tell you about Lupercalia, This will set the scene for us, okay? So, there was once a pagan fertility festival celebrated every year on February 15th, which is a very special day. It is,
0: 75% off Valentine's Candy Day.
1: And Terry's birthday. It is my birthday. At the time, paganism was the way to be. In fact, Christianity was against the law in Rome until the year 313 AD. So this festival celebrated Faunus, the god of agriculture, and Romulus and Remus, who were the founders of Rome. So the, mm. Roman, the Roman priests of the Luperci would go to the cave where it was believed that Romulus and Remus were raised by a she-wolf, or lupa. So that's how we get the Lupercalia. Okay. There, they would sacrifice two animals. A goat was sacrificed to increase fertility, and a dog for purification. So they collected all the blood from these two animals after they killed them, and then they made the goats hide into long strips. And then guess what they did? What? These priests would walk the streets with these blood-soaked strips of skin and fur, slapping crop fields and women with them to make them more fertile. What the hell? And these women actually wanted to be (sighs) smacked by these strips of furry, bloody fur and shit so that they could get pregnant it'd be good luck yeah yeah so crazy now later in the day the single women would write their name on a slip of paper and put them in a big jug in the center of town read sorting hat yes um and then the single guys would come and pick a name the couple that was matched would spend some quality time together maybe a few nights maybe a whole year depending on what you read And some couples even ended up marrying each other. Mm. So later, when Christianity became the popular religion, paganism became taboo. Mm. So around the 5th century, Pope Galatius declared February 14th to be St. Valentine's Day, and Lupercalia was forbidden from then on. Mm. So basically, the Christian powers said, fuck your pagan stupid festival we're now celebrating a catholic saint instead Mm. so who was or were saint valentine the first version tells of a holy roman priest valentine back in the mid 200s there was a roman emperor named claudius ii or claudius the cruel who Mm -hmm. was all about conquering other empires But you need an army of soldiers to fight and win, right? Right. Well, Claude was not getting many volunteers for some reason. So he assumed that men wouldn't join his team because they were too smitten with their girlfriends and wives. Mm. They were they were too damn comfortable at home is what it was. Right. Yeah. So being such a great problem solver, Claude declared engagements and marriage outlawed in Rome see how that works out right enter father valentine the good priest was not feeling the no more weddings rule he thought this was nonsense so he continued to officiate marriages in secret eventually this was discovered at which point valentine was thrown into prison where he'd sit until the day of his execution right before his death he sent supposedly sent a goodbye letter to the jailer's daughter who he'd gotten to know and signed it from your Valentine. Mm. He was beheaded on February 14th of 270. Mm. So that's one, one version of the story. Uh-huh. Now the second Valentine that we may or may not be celebrating each year was a Bishop of a city called Interamna, which is now tourney italy so here he was named a bishop in the year 197 at the age of 21 and there are literally four legends about this guy that may or may not be true so i'll just tell you all four and you can just pick which one you like and go with it Mm -hmm. so legend number one is that val heard a couple arguing he decided to intervene He asked them to hold a rose together, like both of them hold this one single rose, so four hands, one rose, without Uh getting stuck by the thorns. Somehow, while doing this, the two people fell back in love, hashtag miracle, Mm -hmm. and Val summoned a few pigeons to fly around the couple, which inspired the rekindling, and this supposedly is where we get the term lovebirds in reference to people in love dirty ass pigeons city rats right. you know or whatever <laughs> they call them flying rats what do they call them city right right whatever uh, yeah all right <clears throat> legend number two a roman guy named sabinus sabinus let's try sabinus i like that better. sabinus okay. okay a roman guy named sabinus was about to head out to fight in that roman legion but he wanted to marry his love serapia her parents were against the union However, Serapia, a good Christian girl, came down with a most horrible illness. So Sabinus beckoned Bishop Valentine to her bedside and cried that he never wanted to be without his love. So Bishop Valentine baptized him, married the two, and then they both died together, Ah. which is not really the happy ending we were probably it, isn't, it isn't no but supposedly they'll always be together now i guess so, yeah legend number three the third story says simply that the bishop came to rome and attempted to convert emperor claudius the cruel to christianity and so on february 14th of 270 he was stoned and then beheaded
0: he got stoned
1: i and knew he got his head <laughs> off <laughs> It's that kind of party. Yeah. <laughs> no, he got rocked. Okay. Oh, well, no, that's no better. No, no. He, got, he got pelted something. He got pelted. All right. Number four. This seems to be the most backed up legend as far as information or quote unquote evidence goes. Uh-huh. So Bishop Valentine had three disciples who traveled to Rome to live with and study with Creighton, who was a tutor and orator. While there, Creighton's son, Sherimon, contracted some weird wild disease or illness that caused such a drastic contracture of his spine that his head was bent to his knees. The three disciples, named Proculus, Ephibus, and Apollonius, Uh summoned Bishop Valentine for help. So Val came right away. He prayed over Sherimon through the night, and by morning, he was all healed. Once this happened, everyone in the house begged to be va- baptized, which, of uh. course, the bishop happily obliged. And as word spread around town of this amazing miracle, more and more citizens asked to be baptized Christian. When Abundius, the son of a high-ranking official of Rome, was granted a baptism by valentine the bishop was thrown in jail and tortured we will not be having that kind of hooliganism around here but then the people who thought so highly of the bishop started visiting him in jail the prefect which is what they called that official the kid's dad was Mm -hmm. pissed and he demanded that valentine be executed so on february 14th he was beheaded After his death, the three disciples sadly buried their mentor. But then, when this was discovered, they three were beheaded. And guess who buried their bodies? Who? Abundius, the (sighs) prefect's son. Of course, he didn't get beheaded because he's, he's, you know, high-ranking official's son. So these are some possible theories on exactly who we are celebrating every year on February 14th. Mm -hmm. In some way, shape, or form, it has to do with love or Christianity or something. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's talk about how a day to celebrate a Catholic saint became associated with love and romance. Okay. Most historians have pointed to Chaucer, the famous poet and author, as the one who associated love with Valentine's Day. Mm In 1375... Chaucer wrote a very long poem called The Parliament of Fowls. Mm. The poem told a story of a guy who fell asleep and dreamed of a scene in the woods. In the dream, he walks through the woods, seeing Cupid and Venus and several others before coming to a clearing where nature herself was sitting. The noble goddess was surrounded by all the birds. Because being St. Valentine's Day, it was the day that every bird chose its mate. Mm. Once all the birds were coupled up, they would fly away in loving pairs, wing in wing, to go be happy together. Of course. The poem asks St. Valentine to welcome summer and shake off winter, Mm. which I I think it's a little early in February 14th to be exactly welcoming summer, but you know, whatever, maybe hundreds of years ago it was a little different yeah they they didn't have a groundhog then i guess right (laughs) so the poem was very popular and very widely read and so it may probably have started the tradition of valentine's day being mushy romantic the kind of holiday that it is now Mm -hmm. written valentines seem to have popped up around the year 1400 so soon after that poem The oldest known Valentine that still exists is a love poem that Charles, Duke of Orleans, sent to his wife on Valentine's Day in the year 1415 from his prison cell in the Tower of London. It still exists, Mm. and it's in some old-ass museum. Mm. The tradition of giving your sweetie roses for Valentine's Day dates back to the late sixteen hundreds, when King Charles II of Sweden traveled to Persia. While he was there, he learned about floreography. You know what floreography is? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well paint
0: uh uh photographing flowers.
1: They didn't photograph anything in the sixteen hundreds, I don't think, but oh maybe painting. It was the language of flowers. Oh. But you were very close. Language of flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Specifically, he learned what each color of rose signifies. So he took this new knowledge back to Europe, where giving red roses became a Valentine's Day tradition because dark red roses mean passionate love. <laughs> so now it's quiz time. <laughs> So now I'm going to tell you the okay. rose color and you tell me what it means or for Ooh. what you would give it to someone. Like, okay. what are you telling someone? Okay. Okay. So the first is actually two that mean the same. So it would be a peach colored rose or a deep hot pink rose. That would be um, Mother's Day. Nope. That, well, I mean, Maybe. <clears throat> Because yeah. it that means gratitude and appreciation,
0: and okay. it's
1: a way of saying thank you. Okay, right? Yeah. Okay. How about a classic pink rose? Uh, friendship. Nope, it's a little bit more romantic. Like okay. I admire you, I like you, like okay, wink. wink I want to. Will you a date? Flirt?
0: Me? Yes, it's a little flirt.
1: Exactly.
0: It's a winky face emoji.
1: All right. You have this one. All right. How about a yellow rose? That's friendship. It is. And it also means good luck.
0: Good luck. Okay. I knew that about the yellow rose. There you go. I don't know why I said that before.
1: You're doing great, kid. You're doing great. Just blame it on the illness, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right. How about an orange rose?
0: That's a rose
1: for me because that's my favorite color exactly and it means i'm proud of you and congratulations
0: oh thank you
1: you're welcome (laughs) okay lavender colored rose
0: uh that's mother's day
1: nope so that's (laughs) wonder or mystery like love at first sight and lavender roses are what you would send to your secret crush oh yeah you're your secret admirer all right so now we start getting crazy so what how about a blue rose? Uh, get well soon. You know what? That makes perfect sense, but it's not. <laughs> but I like that would actually okay. Uh Blue roses mean originality, and mm-hmm. they are a good way to tell someone that they are unique or to reach for the stars.. Encouragement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what would you think a black rose would would mean? I would love a
0: black rose, but um, I think it means
1: mystery. Mystery. I like that. No, Uh, it either means death, of course, Mm -hmm. or or it means massive change. Oh, if you gave someone a bouquet of black roses, you would be telling them that they have the courage to pursue a new life. Okay, so if you're about to fake your own death, yeah, I'm gonna send you a dozen black roses. Okay, meaning good luck with that, with your new life,
0: with my new life.
1: Okay, how about green roses, which sound awful to me? Please don't ever. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's too much green. Uh, that's uh
0: means St. Patrick's Day. St. It- Patrick's Day boutonniere.
1: It could very well mean that, or it could Mm -hmm. mean money. Also, make abundance. Yes, abundance, life, and growth. And it says that this is what you should send to a new mom. Oh, huh? She'd probably rather have a box of diapers, but I think so. Yeah. If you're gonna send flowers, make it green roses. Two more, okay. White Mm -hmm. roses. Peace, peace, dude. He's um, yeah, sort of, uh, purity, purity. innocent, youthful, Virginity. yes, they're good for a wedding, um, um, they also mean I'm sorry, uh, and they're also good for funerals, okay, and then last but not least, purple roses, purple rose means
0: congratulations on passing your final, sort no, of. no, it means, uh, congratulations getting into your fraternity or sorority
1: you know what that's pretty close because it means royalty oh it means princess diana exactly congratulations oh. on winning the throne from your dead father yes yeah purple roses yes, yes. okay so next came the conversation hearts do you like I, conversation hearts i love them i well you know them.
0: what i don't necessarily <laughs> like the taste of them.
1: You just I like, like to them. I give them to
0: people. I like okay. them. I like the decoration. I'd I do like a to tattoo. throw them at
1: people. Oh, that's yeah. cute.
0: I would do a tattoo. Okay. I saw I saw uh men uh conversation hearts if they were written by men. Oh lord. Um some of them were gross. Answer. I mean, you know just but one was like I know you can cook better. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> like <that. laughs>
1: That's pretty awesome, actually. Right? Yeah, they would be, and funny enough, I think they are written by men, but Uh, they're just the right kind of men to write those kind of things as opposed to just like your average dude that's, you know, hanging out wanting to write them at the bar. Mm -hmm. So, conversation hearts. Pharmacist Oliver Chase wanted to invent a machine to make throat lozenges, which you need right now. I need, yes. Come on, (laughs) Oliver, crank them out. Um, which were just starting to become popular, but were very tedious and time-consuming to actually make. So he did come up with a machine, but then he had the bright idea to use it to make candy, which turned out to be much more lucrative than those lozenges. So once he did that, he opened the New England Confectionery Company, which we know as Necco. And he made Necco wafers in okay. 1847.
0: I remember those; it exactly. was basically chalk paper.
1: You got it exactly right. Mm-hmm. And you could even, if you were a kid and you had enough Necco wafers, wafers, you could use them for poker chips, play oh, okay. cards. Mm-hmm. Now, Oliver's brother came up with the idea to stamp messages on the round candies in 1866 to increase mm-hmm. sales around Valentine's Day. In fact, two of the first messages, they were a little bigger, obviously. Mm-hmm. Two of the first messages were married in white, you have chosen right. Assuming that means she's a virgin. So yeah, pick yeah. the right one instead of that whore down the street. Um, <laughs> and the second one, how long should I have to wait? Please be considerate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, ain't that romantic? Please be right? considerate. And how long shall I have to wait for what? Right, Ass, you know, like to get some action, or right, your right. Answers? That's
0: what it sounds like to me. Yeah. All
1: right, and then they weren't available in the shape of hearts until 1902. Mm. And then, as a cute little side note, there was a story about a party in Boston in 1911 where conversation hearts were broken in half. Half of each was given to a lady and then the men that were there actually had to search around and find the other half of, oh, okay. you know, that were hidden all around. And then once they would find the other half, they would have to find which lady they matched with. And then whoever they matched with is who would they, who they would sit with at dinner. Okay. Kind of cute. It's a cute, cute. idea. It's a cute yeah. idea. Yeah. So, at the same <clears throat> time that Oliver was cranking out his candy making machine in Boston, a lady who lived in a nearby town of Worcester, Massachusetts, came up with the first American-made Valentine's Day card. Mm. This was in 1948. 20-year-old Esther Howland was the daughter of the owner of the largest stationery company in the city of Worcester, which I don't mm-hmm. know how much that's saying, but was right how many st-
0: how many stationary places are there
1: yeah how many stationaries <laughs> does he make i don't know so she had received a really pretty handmade card from someone in great britain and she showed it to her dad saying that they should do something like that at his stationary store and sell them so she made a few herself and then she sent them out with her brother in february of course and asked him to collect orders. She was expecting maybe like 200 or so orders, but she was ecstatic when he returned with an astounding 5,000 orders. Wow. Yeah, we need him on like our candy bar selling fundraiser. Right, team. Geez. Boy. So she recruited some women to help her make the cards at her house and she filled all the orders. Two years later, she founded the New England Valentine Company, which she successfully ran for 40 years before selling it, which she successfully ran for 40 years before selling it. Now, we usually think of Hallmark val- Valentine's Day cards, right. but Hallmark actually didn't make their first Valentine's Day card until 1913. So that was years after uh, Yeah esther howland had already done it Mm. um an example of one of her early cards read on the inside oh could i hear thee once declare that fond affection lives for me oh could i once delighted share the sweet return of love from thee hmm very romantic. It is very romantic. Yeah. And she made them all frilly and pretty and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like what we, what the kids make in preschool. Yeah. Yeah. So the first heart shaped box of chocolates came out in 1861 when Cadbury's founder, John Cadbury's son, Richard, came up with the idea to sell more candy. Now, mm. Thirty-six million heart-shaped boxes of chocolates are sold each year for Valentine's Day. That's a lot. That's a do shit you ton. like? Do
0: you like those chocolate things?
1: Sometimes, but I'm real picky. So I'm super picky. Yeah, so I'm always like, don't get me the big box of like assorted chocolates because I might like a tenth of them. Yeah. Maybe twenty like percent of turtles. Them. I like turtles and I like caramels milk chocolate caramels mm. are yeah. my favorite. Me too. I don't, I don't want... like,
0: if I don't know what the stuff inside of the chocolate is, I'm not going to take a bite of it.
1: Right. Yeah. And I don't like the ones that have the orange stuff inside or <laughs> I don't like cherry, like chocolate. I don't covered. like fruit Cherries. and cherry. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, me no, neither. I'll just do caramels, turtles. That's fine. And I don't
0: like mint and
1: chocolate. Same. I don't either. Yeah, I don't like it. No, thank you. All no, right. thank you. So, now that everybody knows the history of everything Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. I have a random list of Valentine's Day facts. And for some of them, I'll have you, Miss Terry, fill in the blank with your guess. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so let's talk money first. Okay. All right. According to an article from 2019, mm-hmm. that year, Americans spent over $20 billion, billion billion with a B. On Valentine's Day, the projected amount for 2020 was 27.4 billion including 2.4 billion on what? Candy. Yes, exactly. See, you're off mm. to a good start. Yes. People say that they spend an average of $196 each year on Valentine's Day gifts. Men spend an average of $291, while women spend an average of $106. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, In the year 2020, in 27.6 million American homes, Valentine's Day gifts were bought for? Kids. Dogs. Oh, okay. Right? And 17.1 million gifts were bought for? Kids.
0: Cats. Cats. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So a total of $751.3 million were spent on Valentine's Day gifts for pets. That's crazy. That is so much money. (laughs) That is so much money. (laughs) The top five Valentine's Day gifts that people spend the most money on each year. So these are like, of all the things that people buy, the most money overall is spent on. And what do you think number one is? Jewelry. Exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, jewelry. And in 2020, people spent $5.8 billion on jewelry. Jeez. And what do you think number two is? Uh, Flowers okay lingerie nope well no no not lingerie nope
0: uh so we did jewelry mm-hmm um uh uh gift cards
1: kind of it's a night out like a date night
0: oh date night okay yep
1: yep and in 2020 4.3 billion dollars was spent on going out for the <laughs> night for Valentine's Day mmm um, number three was clothes, which I'm sure includes lingerie. lingerie. Uh-huh. Number four was candy. And then number five was flowers.
0: Oh, yeah. So yeah. you had
1: some of the top ones. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how many conversation hearts are bought each year about? And
0: we're thinking single conversation
1: hearts? Yep. Huh.
0: Yeah. Uh s- 7 million.
1: 8 billion. Oh shit <laughs> right over eight billion conversation hearts are bought each year and there are more than 45 sayings now mm-hmm. and how long do you think the candies are good for once they're made
0: conversation hearts
1: yep uh 14 years <laughs> i would have thought like forever yeah. Well, yeah. it's five years. So okay. it's still a long time. So five uh. years. Yeah. Um, In 2018, interesting little fact, Necco was sold to Spangler Candy, mm-hmm. who were unable to get their shit together by 2019. So Conversation Hearts weren't available in 2019 because they didn't have all the things they need to make them.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So there was a year of no Conversation Hearts. Okay. St. Valentine is... Is the patron saint of lovers, mm. happy marriages, engaged couples, plus the patron saint of travel, beekeeping, epilepsy, the plague, and guess what else? Uh, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, fainting. Okay. Some people fainted when they had COVID. That's very true. That's very true. About 250 million roses are grown specifically for Valentine's Day each year. And since February is a cold month in most of the United States, roses are shipped in from lots of other countries. Like, can you guess any Uh,
0: countries? Holland.
1: No, I don't think so. Uh Mexico? Uh probably Mexico. Yes. Mm. What I have is Ecuador, oh. Colombia, Colombia, and Kenya.
0: Oh. Huh.
1: Can you imagine? Kenya, right. No, Kenya. I guess I was
0: thinking more like uh places where I think the flowers.
1: Yeah, I just think of anywhere warm, but then I guess if it's too warm, then it's probably not a good place to grow flowers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So last but not least, here are some things that happened in history on February 14th. Um, here are some people who were born on February 14th. Um, mm-hmm. Teller of Penn and Teller, mm-hmm. uh, Florence Henderson of the Brady Bunch, okay. Rob Thomas of Uh, Three Doors Down, Matchbox Twenty, Matchbox (laughs) Twenty, Frederick Uh Douglass, African American abolitionist, Uh Gregory Hines, comedian, dancer. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Comedian Jack Benny, Mm -hmm. Uh, Jimmy Hoffa, Freddie Highmore, who plays the good doctor, and who also he was also the kid from Willy Wonka the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Margaret Knight, inventor of the, what do you think, Margaret Knight invented? Uh, no, two pencil. Wow, that's a good guess. <laughs> uh, she invented. I'll give you another guess. Uh, the speculum. Paper grocery bags.
0: Oh, paper grocery bags.
1: Yeah, I said to I, I said was close. to I said to my daughter, I said Margaret Knight invented that. She said nightlight. I said, do you think they named a night light after the person who made it? Because her last name was right. Knight. Right. She was like, well, it sounded good for a hot it second. Did. I'm it like, did. OK, no. Um, there were two states. Two of the United States were inducted into the United um, on February 14th. Can you guess which two states? They uh,
0: were? That would be Connecticut and New Hampshire.
1: Nope. Uh Oregon. In 1859 and Arizona in 1912. I was on the whole
0: damn wrong side (laughs) of the country. Uh,
1: The Valentine's Day massacre was February 14th of 1929 when Al Capone's biggest rival, Bugs Moran, or Moran, I never know how to say that, he lost seven of his gang when they were shot to death in a garage in Chicago Mm -hmm. by men that were dressed as police officers. And to this day, those murders have never been solved. Hmm. Mm -hmm. There are four U.S. cities with the name Valentine or Valentines, and they are in Arizona, Nebraska, Texas, and what do you think? Illinois. Virginia. Okay. (laughs) Virginia is for lovers. Uh, Other events that happened on February 14th. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell applied for a patent for the light bulb. Telephones. Telephone. <laughs> that, was, that was supposed to be an easy one. I know. I'm sorry. In 1929, Sir Alexander Fleming discovered water penicillin. Uh, <laughs> water.
0: Water. I was looking at my water.
1: Sorry. In 2014. Same-sex marriage ban was overturned in what state? New Hampshire. Virginia. Cuz Virginia for lovers. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. In 1849, James K. Polk was the first sitting president to celebrate a, a Valentine's Day in the White House. That's a great guess. It's to have his photograph taken. Oh. Yeah, again, I said to my daughter, James K. Polk was the first sitting president too, and she said, stand up. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. Um, YouTube became a thing on February 14th of 2005. Mm. And the first porpoise was born in captivity in 1940 in Marineland, mm. Florida. And last but not least... 1971, Dick Nixon secretly installed a camera recorder, recorder. in the White House. Oh, okay. Because he's schemey and yeah. schemy, Tricky Dick. So that is my history of Valentine's Day.
0: Oh, I like
1: that history. Thank there's, you. There's a lot of little moving parts to Valentine's uh-huh.
0: Day. Yep, so and all the billions of money that was spent on Valentine's Day if you wait just one more day you get three times as much stuff
1: i know i know it's sale valentine's day sale day uh-huh yeah, yeah yeah so yeah and your birthday and my birthday yes do you celebrate valentine's day uh right you know right
0: i did i mean i used to when the kids were younger we used to do more valentine's day and uh you know my husband and I we just don't you know I don't know It's we nothing special no nothing yeah. nothing crazy and, yeah. I, and I don't have that whole my birthday is the next day type thing I would just rather get, if you're gonna get me something for Valentine's get me get it on my birthday yeah so you're not spending as much money
1: right right yeah Make do you more do you like receiving
0: day. flowers
1: um I've only raised Received flowers twice in my entire life and yes it was really nice yeah it was really nice yeah one was actually from a patient who sent me flowers at work and said that they really appreciated the help that I gave them oh yeah that's nice and then once was when my husband and I got into a big argument and I was right and then I got flowers from him Nice. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Huh? You're damn right. I'm right. If I got flowers every time I was right, right. <laughs> I'd be swimming in flowers. You could see me flowers. for all the flowers I had around uh-huh. me. Yeah, but um but yeah, it's nice, but you know what? I'd rather get a bouquet of balloons because I feel like flowers just don't last very long. Yeah.
0: Or I'd rather get a plant.
1: Right. Yeah, no, not a you know. plant for me, no, cuz
0: Well, I mean, the thing is, but is for I'm you, right. yes. I love uh I I I mean, getting flowers is really special and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that I've not like ever been with somebody that just got me flowers all the time. Because exactly. then they wouldn't seem
1: special. Right. Yes. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Twice in your life, let me tell you how special they are. When I they bet, show up. Yeah. They're damn special. Of course. <laughs> yeah. No, I I'm sorry. There was three times because I uh years and years ago I did have a miscarriage and um mm. I my dad sent me flowers. So Oh, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah, but, but yeah, as long as it's every once, once every Yeah, decade. you sent me flowers.
0: You sent me flowers. I
1: did send you flowers. It was very yes. nice. It's so nice now because you can send flowers. You can send cookies. You can send yeah, yeah, yeah. fruit bouquets. You can, mm. I mean, there's so many things you can send now. So,
0: yeah. Well, would you want a fruit bouquet? Do I like fruit, Terry? I know. That's what I was saying.
1: No, I'd much rather have chocolate you'd rather have a choice, okay <laughs> yes no edible um, arrangements
0: for no Malenka.
1: no we'll just fruits i mean chocolate's fine chocolate's good, chocolate's <laughs> good. all right buddy well happy valentine's day to happy everyone valentine's out there
0: day hope you're surrounded by people you love and write somebody a letter a love letter
1: yes and stay yes and send them a text with lots of heart emojis And if you're getting some action, be safe. Yes, be safe. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Be safe. Stock up on a little bit of plan B just in case, too.
1: Just in case. You never know. No. All right. And happy birthday to you, Miss Terry. Thank you. All right.
0: Bye, Um, everybody.
1: Bye. Bye.